Hello, everyone, and welcome to Define. I'm super excited to tell you a little bit about my story and my character trait to dive into the next episode. My name is Kaylee. For those of you who haven't read the podcast description, I am 29 years old. I'm a single mom of two awesome kids. My son is turning seven this week, and my daughter is turning five in a few months. So it's a crazy time of life for sure. I'm a director of marketing at a software company. I love it. I've been doing marketing for years. It's a huge passion of mine. I love grilling. I'm obsessed. I try to grill at least three times a week. And my favorite food changes, but with it getting colder, I absolutely love ramen. And I'll not top ramen from the bag. There's a there's a ramen place near me that I'm absolutely obsessed with. So there's a little bit about me. I'm here to tell you about one of my defining moments. And when I say moments, I mean that in a loose term. As most of you know, our moments usually stretch over long periods of time. And this one was a few months. Back in 2015, I was three months pregnant with my daughter. And I ended up leaving my husband. There were multiple reasons for it. Needless to say, it wasn't great. (laughs) And I left. I was in my second last semester of school. My son wasn't even two yet. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I was still hoping that we'd be able to somehow figure it out. But I knew I had to go. And that was incredibly difficult. Um, about a month later, we found out we were having a girl and a few days after that, I ended up filing for divorce. I made the decision that I was going to figure it out, started working at night to help cover expenses. And it was just crazy finding a lawyer going through the divorce process. We were not having an easy time with that. We weren't even talking to each other. It was, it was a hard time. And I remember being in in my room. It was the beginning of the year. I was about to start my last semester of school. I was in my third trimester. And all I can think was, how on earth am I going to do this? It was very overwhelming. And thank heaven I had a lot of support and love and people who have my back which was really a huge blessing for me. So I was at school, super pregnant. My professors probably all thought I was insane (laughs) for doing this. And my week of my midterms, four and a half weeks early, I went into labor with my daughter. She was born. And there's a crazy story with that that maybe I'll get to in a future episode. But she was born and she needed to be in the NICU for only a week. Thank heaven. She had to come home on a heart monitor and oxygen. And she was on that until that April where after having to deal with RSV (laughs) and going to the suction clinic every night for finals week, I ended up graduating, and if you see, can see the episode artwork, depending on what channel you're listening to this to, it's a picture of me holding my daughter at my graduation. She got her monitor and oxygen off 
the week I graduated from college. And it was probably one of the proudest moments of my life, just knowing that I did it. I had figured it out. I was able to work and have a baby and go through the divorce process and still get my degree. Shortly after that, I got a wonderful job, which as any parent knows, but especially single parents, the amount of money you have to earn to be financially independent is crazy. So thankfully, because I had run my own business before and graduated, I was able to get my job that paid a lot more than I was expecting right out of college. A month after that, my divorce was finalized. A month after that, I turned 25 and I got my car and I moved out, just me and my kids. It was insane. It was absolutely insane, that whole experience. And I learned a lot. When I think of the hardest part of that experience, though, it wasn't when I left my husband. It wasn't when the divorce was finalized. It wasn't even when Lily was in the NICU, although that was absolutely top three. Um, the night, so so when you send a baby home on oxygen chest monitor, this is how it worked for me. I don't know how it worked for you other parents out there. Let me know if this was similar for you. But when I, they have you stay at the hospital overnight. So they know that you know how to handle the heart monitor and oxygen before they send you home with the baby. And I had to do that by myself. I was alone in a hospital room, very overwhelmed. Had just finished my midterms. My daughter was just hooked up, and that freaking heart monitor sounded like a fire alarm all the time. It went off all the time. It was just crazy. And my anxiety gets really bad when you have sound. Let's throw sound onto that. If you have high anxiety, you probably know what I'm talking about. Not fun at all, period. And it was about the third time the alarm went off. And I was standing over my daughter, like fixing the monitor. And I just got this overwhelming, crushing feeling that I was alone. I had to now do this on my own. I had to provide for my kids in many, many ways. I had to take care of them. I had to sleep with my daughter alone at night. Like I was, it was over. It was just me. And it was horrible. I don't think I can adequately describe just how dark that moment was for me. And I just didn't know how I was going to get through it. Thankfully, in that moment, I was able to take a deep breath, fix the monitor, and go back to sleep. And before I went back to sleep, I went with the decision, you know what? This is impossible that I'm not alone. God's got my back, and I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do this. I'm going to move forward, and not only move forward, but crush it from here on out. And I woke up and I kept going day after day and it wasn't easy. I pretty much blocked out most of that part of my life, except the truly traumatizing moments. But you know what? It, it's just what I realized I had to do. And it was one thing I learned, and I'm so grateful I learned, that when 
my entire world falls apart, I can stand back up. And that's a really important realization to have because it's defined the rest of my life, no matter what's happened. And there's been a lot of other crazy things that have happened since then. But knowing that and feeling that in my soul that I know that no matter what, I can get back up has completely redefined who I am. Now, when I look back at what I wish I knew, that's a really hard answer for me because what I wish I had known at the beginning is what I ended up learning by the end. And that was, I was going to be more than okay. I was going to make this a situation that I would thrive in and not just survive. I remember going and taking my midterm two days after Lily was born from my statistics professor and him just looking at me like I was a crazy person. Cause clearly that was true. Probably still is. And him telling me there 98.9% of you of people would not be able to do what you're doing. The thing is, I couldn't even think about it that way. Cause at this point in my mind, it's like, I don't have an option. I've got to figure this out. And so I wish, I wish I could have told past Kaylee during that experience that she was going to figure this out and that she was way more capable and strong than she thought. And I wish I could instill that confidence and just help reduce the anxiety and the fear and the worry and the depression. And I wish people going through really hard things knew that too, that, that they're way stronger, that you're way stronger than you give yourself credit for. You are way more capable and resourceful and aware than you know. And don't get me wrong. I don't look back at that time thinking, oh yeah, that's, that was the moment I peaked. No, it was, it was absolutely not. I'm way more capable and confident now. But that being said, I was way more capable and confident and strong. And I wish I could just see that. I wish I wasn't so overwhelmed by how crushing the situation was so I could go through the experience with a lot less anxiety. If you're going through a divorce, if you're trying to figure out or some kind of just life-crushing event, and you don't know if you are or even can stand back up, I want you to know that you're not alone. Reach out to someone. If you don't want to talk to anyone, pray, do something. Just make a connection with someone who can see you more clearly than you can. And if it's a divorce situation or something, I'm not talking about your ex or soon-to-be ex-husband. Let's clarify that because I understand that feeling. But I mean a friend, a parent, a sibling, just someone who can help you understand and give you confidence that you've got this. Because let's be honest, not, not, all of, not all of our friends are the person we talk to when we need a self-esteem boost. <laughs> Let's be real. And if, you know, if you're afraid, if you're afraid to talk to someone, if you're afraid to point that out, there, there are actually a lot of sites you can go to where you can anonymously post your concerns and your problems and have people give you advice anonymously and kindness and love. And my experience with those, I've, it's limited. I've only done that a couple of times. Um, but every time it's been met with nothing but love and support. And so I, but I hope you have someone in your life and be brave. Just, Hey, I need you. I need some help. I need some love. I need some 
just a confidence boost. I need to know I can do this. I need, even if you feel like they're lying to you, just please someone tell me I can do this. Um, so just that's, that's my advice with that. Um, how, if you, if you haven't gone through something like this, but you know, people who have, and I've gotten that question a lot, actually, even from people who didn't know me very well and just knew I was a single mom, like, how can I even help you through that? And I had so many friends afterward. I would have reached out, but, and that's okay. I completely understand. I've, I've been that person on multiple occasions. Here's the thing. I learned very quickly when people were doing something or talking to me or reaching out, I knew if they were reaching out because they loved me or if they just wanted the gossip or if I was just a checklist item. You can feel people's intentions pretty loud and clear when you're in such an emotionally vulnerable state. And I'm not talking about when you're high anxiety and you feel like a burn to everyone. I mean, just, I don't know how else to explain it. And if you can explain it, please tell me how because I haven't been able to adequately put this into words. But I could tell if someone genuinely wanted to know if I was okay. I could tell if they just wanted all the dirty details about my divorce. And I could tell when it was just, oh, I really should do this. So if you know someone going through this, and you are worried about them, and you are thinking about them, and you are hoping they're okay, just let them know. You can let them know by inviting them out to lunch, or dropping off a gift, or, or trying to serve them. But even just a message feeling seen and loved and knowing someone's has you on their mind in a good, kind, uplifting way and not as a way just to hear drama or because you you feel like you have to reach out is is a huge deal. If you feel like you just need to compliment someone or you're thinking of someone, just let them know. I can't I can't tell you how many times especially in that last semester of school when a when someone in a, I remember this girl in the elevator just like you look so cute and leaves and I burst into tears afterward. I didn't know this person. Thank heaven she didn't see me, but I just needed that. I needed to feel like someone noticed something positive about me and it just carried me through a few days just that one little moment. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to share when you're thinking about someone or you think about something you admire about them. That's not just true for people going through the divorce or anything like that, but just period. It's a big deal. The biggest thing I learned about myself and the trait I was able to develop the most throughout this process and throughout that incredible life challenge was resilience. The ability to get back up, to keep moving forward, to not only survive, but thrive in a very, very difficult, painful situation on many, many levels. So in the next episode, we'll be diving in more into what resilience is and how to develop it. And thank you so much for tuning in to my personal story. The rest will be interviews from other people. And if you have someone in mind that you think would really have a story to share and something that they developed, I would love, love, love to have them reach out or you tag them, whatever it is, so that I can reach out to them to have them on my podcast. You feel free to do that on my website, on Facebook, on Instagram. I would love to hear from you guys. And I hope that my story has helped you feel a little more seen and a little more uplifted. And I can't wait to teach you more about one of my favorite topics I've ever researched, and that is resilience. 
Thank you so much and have a great day.